0: Within the Woods contains graphic depictions of violence and disturbing content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Within the Woods, episode 15. My name is Tyler, and I am our keeper of monsters and mysteries today. And today I'm joined by.
1: Dolly. Or sorry, I'm joined by Kim. I'll be playing Dolly. Oh, gosh. Yeah, Kim playing Dolly.
2: And I'm Gray. I'm playing Dr. Alfred Armitage.
0: All right. When we last left off, the hunters um, decided to face down with the man in the hat and his shadow subordinate after um, a few hiccups, um, Dolly being trapped in the world of monsters, and Sam disappearing, um, we left off with um, Dr. Armitage walking out of the manor with a hat. So Dolly, as you continue to wander the forest, um, I need you to roll 2d6 plus weird for me.
1: That
0: was 2d6
1: plus
0: weird? Yes. We got 9. I thought you had 3 weird. Um... No, let me double check it. Pretty sure I
1: only had 2. Yeah, I only have 2 weird.
0: Okay. So... Um, as you walk through the woods, um, you come... You begin to walk further and further. Eventually, the building, the trees fade, and you come face to face with what seems to be an old, abandoned manor.
1: Um, she's gonna kind of cradle her imp like a baby, a little bit, like rock him a bit, like how. I don't know. You know how like the obsessed cat ladies kind of rock the cats.
0: Yeah. She's
1: going to rock her imp like that and just be like, Hey, you know what? Let's just go investigate that manor. Maybe there might be someone or something in there that can help us.
0: As you step into the manor, um, you glance around. Um, You haven't been to, no, you have been to Corrine Manor once. Yeah. You ended up there in the second mystery. So you recognize this manor. It's almost a, a, shot for shot version of the Corrine Manor except it looks run down dilapidated almost as if you know it hasn't been you know it's been falling apart for almost a hundred years sort of thing mm-hmm. um, and as you look around you see the silhouette of what seems to be a man walk deeper into a hallway and disappear behind a doorway
1: um, she's gonna yell out to him and start walking towards him and be like hello excuse me
0: Um, as you do, you see standing in what seems to be an old kitchen is a old man. Mm -hmm. Um, he wears a long trench coat, a tie, um, nice clothes, Mm -hmm. um, a grayed hair with a thick beard, Mm -hmm. um, as he looks to you and says, um, can I help you? You
1: Um, she's going to tell him, like, hey...
0: You see that there's, like, a look of almost mistrust in your eyes as he looks at you, looks at the creature you're cradling in his arms, and just watches you with, um, with, um, suspicion.
1: Um, she's gonna tell him, like, hey, sorry, um, I got sent here somehow. Uh, do you know any way out, or if you have anything, like a I don't know, interdimensional telephone or something, like a Ouija board maybe
0: Um, the man looks at you scans you up and down and says and motions for you to come towards him
1: Um, she's going to very cautiously go towards him
0: as he does he suddenly grabs your face and in a few words of a language you can't quite make out um it seems to be um has dolly studied languages before
1: um no it's more of a i think the most she did was like a required english class
0: okay so yeah you would definitely not understand this language whatsoever unless like um Mm -hmm. How many religious books has Dolly read at this point?
1: Um, Probably a good amount. All right, you would Since she's been it's... trying to like find herself.
0: Yeah, this sounds a lot like old Hebrew from the Torah, if you were to read the Torah's mm-hmm. original translation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then the man is gone, and you are now standing in the much nicer-looking Corrine Manor.
1: All right. Um, is the imp still with me?
0: It is, but this time now it is in stone form once more.
1: okay, so she's just gonna make sure shes still got the stone and just run the hell out of there.
0: As you step out, you hear some noise coming from upstairs.
1: Oh man. Alright, so she's going to kind of stop at the door and just be like, oh shit. And like even though she wants to leave, she's just like, you know what? I should probably really investigate that. So she's going to very cautiously go up there and she's going to have her knife out.
0: Alright, as you step in, you hear the noise coming from a room on the left side um, from the farthest room.
1: All right, so she's gonna walk towards it and just kind of psych herself up a bit. And be like, all right, cool. One, two, three, and on three, she's gonna shove the door open as hard as she can, and have the knife already kind of up a little bit, like ready to attack, and just kind of like. Ah! So the Ah. door
0: is already open, but as you step in, you just see Sam staring blankly at the wall. Um, Mm -hmm. You notice that there are scratches all over his body. Um, There's slight blood dribbling down, but he doesn't seem very affected by it. As he looks blankly at the Mm -hmm. wall, which currently says... um, What's it supposed to say? Ah, shoot. Oh no, it just has a symbol of the, the symbol of the watcher carved into the walls. He just blankly looks at it.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, she's gonna go ahead and just put her hand on his shoulder and be like, hey, you okay?
0: He does not respond.
1: Um, she's gonna grab him a bit more firmly
0: as you do um, and shake him a bit zones back in and says oh, what the where, oh hey what what are you doing here how where how did I get here what
1: and just gonna be like you know what you probably know as much as I do right now so let's just get on out of here
0: yeah that sounds like um a good idea
1: and she's just gonna escort him out.
0: All right. Um, and more than
1: out. likely, just kind of give more of a little watchful eye, like I, you know, I don't know what's going on, but I'm on to you.
0: He just seems honestly confused about where he is. Um, clearly, whatever had happened was—he doesn't know what's going on. you like to go Dolly
1: um she's gonna go back to their apartment
0: all right (laughs) Armitage um I'm assuming once you left the manor you decided to where did you decide to go
2: he probably decided to go back to his house
0: All right. Um, As you step into your house, you take a cursory look around. You notice that there are a few things that seem slightly out of place. Um, Taking a quick survey, you know, just in case um, someone might have come inside, you find a manila folder sitting at your desk, something that was not there before.
2: All right. I open the folder and take a look-see. You see,
0: reading before you, psychological evaluation, Sam Asher. Samuel Asher. Samuel Asher has gone effectively mute since the wildfire, only exclusively speaking to the four other survivors. We managed to establish communication with him through written message, something he seems to like to do. However, some of the notes and drawings he has made have led me to be concerned about the mental well-being of the boy. Well. Like the other four, he has described an unknown man as the one responsible for the fire. He has gone on to claim that the man wanted a journal that his father brought home from World War II. When, said, when asked why the man wanted the journal, the boy refused to elaborate and present, or present the journal, which he carries with him wherever he goes, likely due to trauma regarding his father's death. Between the five survivors, Sam shows the most disdain for the man and can often be found staring at the windows Facing the woods, watching intently for hours. Another note of concern is the boy often receives bruises and cuts mysteriously when in isolation or on suicide watch, leading to my belief that they may, there may be a staff f- physically abusing the boy. I have launched a full investigation into the matter, as the safety of the children is the, of the utmost importance. However, I can find no evidence of the staff abusing young Asher, nor any explanation behind the injuries. Some Something strange is going on with these children, and I can't see seem to find out what or how what however i believe it may have something to do with this man and att- in attempts to perform electroscop therapy or medication to i plan to attempt to perform electroscope scare therapy or medication to hopefully decrease the clear traumatic episodes or lessen the symptoms the boy is experiencing though they seemingly have proved ineffective sam is consequently shut down and refuses to communicate with staff further one staff who joined us recently has petitioned to try a new method of therapy that I believe may be effective for this young boy in particular, as he has shown a level of trust and camaraderie with a staff member. Interesting. And then it reads, Dr. Maxwell Veckler, head psychologist of
2: Craig's Children's Home. Is this the same Sam that I've been dealing with recently? So, um,
0: that is, Asher is not Sam's last name.
2: Okay, this is another Sam. Yes. For a moment there I was a bit worried. No. But where did this file come from? And this is
0: Sporting dated Club. um let me double check. It is dated 1952.
2: Where did this file come from? Huh. Go check on my patient.
0: He seems to be doing fine. He's stabilized. Um, he's up, though. He doesn't seem super talkative right now. Still seems a bit exhausted. But he's a bit hungry, so um, if you get him food, he'll probably accept it and eat it.
2: So, so I killed the shadow man for you.
0: Um, thank you, sir. I really appreciate it.
2: Mm-hmm. I get him something to eat.
0: Yeah, he eats it, though. He just, you know, he still seems a bit tired and, you know, probably still needs a few days of rest, to be honest. Mm-hmm. You would notice that there are large bags under his eyes, almost as if he hasn't, be- despite the fact that he slept for almost, from what you can tell, 24 hours. Um, you know, it doesn't look like it was a very restful sleep.
2: Mm. Okay. I just go back to my regular routine as if nothing has happened. People will reach out to me if they need my help.
0: Alright. Dolly, you arrive at the apartment with Sam, who sort of looks around um, sighing and sits down on the couch. Flicking through his phone.
1: Um, she's going to go ahead and put his phone down and be like, hey, so, uh, want to talk about those scratch marks?
0: He looks at them as if he just noticed them and says, what? I have no clue what these are from.
1: hmm And she's going to be like, well, how about you go to your room and you get more comfortable and we can talk about this a bit more. Or you can go ahead and just sleep it off because, you know, you were drinking a lot.
0: Uh, yeah, that's that's probably best. Um, he nods and steps into his room, shutting the door behind him before going to sleep. You would also catch wind of what seems to be a large bruise on the back of his head where his neck sticks out. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, he steps into his room and you don't hear any sign of him.
1: Alright, um... Let's see. Um... You know what? She's gonna... Does she have the doctor's number?
0: Um, would the doctor have given it to her, Gray? Sure. Alright.
1: Alright, so she's gonna go ahead call him and let him know, like, how she found him and what she's been able to find on his body and stuff so far.
0: So, Armitage, you actually remember something that happened a lot when Sam was far younger, um, back when his father was still alive, um, that it was not uncommon for the boy to blankly stare at windows or stare at walls for hours on end and um, despite the fact that, you know, he would be nowhere near anybody, he might be, you know, in the woods alone or something, he would come back just bruised and scratched up.
2: Well, Miss Talia, I imagine young Sam is currently being possessed by a ghost from the 1950s.
1: Okay.
2: Um, I'm actually looking at a medical
1: report okay. from
2: a of a Samuel Asher from the 1950s who has pretty much identical description. Uh, uh, what what you've described to me is identical to what's in this medical report.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Including like the staring. Mm-hmm. Uh, for staring at one place for hours on end, and the bruises and la- small cuts and lacerations.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um. So, should I forcibly bring him over to your place? Like, does it say in the medical record at all how they managed to solve this? Well,
2: according to this, electroshock therapy didn't work. Or neither did medications. All it did was it uh, caused him to shut down further. So to note, um, mm-hmm.
0: for your information, you recognize Samuel Asher. Um, Samuel Asher was one of the boys that Dr. Arthur Quarantine, Quarine, Corin- um, adopted and raised and that, um, during that period of time under, for a very short period of time under Corine, if I believe you have this information. Yeah. No, you do not have this information, Um. so never mind. But um, you would know that the know that Samuel Asher was um one of the children adopted by Corrine, who then went missing
2: in 1963. It's like, I don't know what exactly happened, or uh, I don't even think anything, any of the treatments they tried seemed to have worked on the poor child. But mm-hmm. either... Your Sam has gone through like, the is is gone through the exact same trauma, right? Or, mm-hmm. so like I said, he's currently being possessed from by a ghost of a five year old child from the nineteen fifties. Uh, <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. you would also remember like, Dolly I... that as he mentions um, the similarities, the conversation you had on the balcony with him in which he mentioned mm-hmm. um, what your thoughts were on reincarnation mm-hmm.
2: so that is another See, thing to take to note
1: be, yeah. between
2: the, the, la- the last few days, I've seen Stranger <laughs> with the, uh, mm-hmm. the, the entity that we trapped and disposed of and everything
1: mm-hmm. speaking um, of
2: which there's apparently Mm -hmm. more entities on their way.
1: Alright, that sounds accurate for this area from what I've seen.
2: Apparently Um, some uh, some sort of king summoned them back in the way heyday. I haven't been able to find mm -hmm. any details in any of the obviously on that since that's Mm -hmm. probably you're not going to find that in any normal history book or anything of the
1: sort. Yeah. Um... What was she gonna say? I can't remember what I was gonna ask. Um,
2: You can bring him over, and I can see what, what I can treat. Tra- see
1: how much oh, I can treat him. Um, yeah, she's gonna go ahead and ask him. Like, hey, so, uh, odd question, because I am gonna bring him over, but mm-hmm. odd question. Um, what's your thoughts on reincarnation?
2: Uh... Previously, I'd say that you're crazy, but ever, since, ever with all the weird stuff that's uh, that's happened in this small town, I wouldn't be surprised if it actually exists or happens.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I guess you okay. need to be a lot more open-minded when really, really weird stuff happens on a day by day basis.
1: yeah, all right, so. She's going to go ahead and let him know like, oh, you know, I think Sam might be the reincarnation of the, this weird kid that I've been seeing around and explain pretty much what she knows about, um, about the silent. Like, yeah, I know this is going to sound weird, but this is what I've experienced. So anyways, I'm just going to bring him over, see if you he can help him or treat him how you can. And I thought she's just going to hang up.
0: Okay, and so, um, just to do a quick run-through of everything that she knows about the Silent, is the Silent is one of five children that have appeared to Dolly uh, in both mm-hmm. the World of Monsters and the, you know, in Black Lake. Um, the Silent, by far, is the most friendly, actively working against the Watcher, which all five refer to as their master. And that um, he... You know, description, he's a young boy, white hair, green eyes, um, very, um, wearing bandages. And let me think, what else is important about him that... Alright, oh, and also he does share an extremely striking similarity to Sam like uncannily so and do you also share about the picture you found of um in sam's bathroom yes Yes. Yeah. Yeah. so you would also know that there is a another person who um she mentions the name sam um i have the name written down shoot where did i put it Okay. Give me a second to search through my notes because I swear I have it. Um, no, no, no. No, 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 no. Do you I guess I don't. Um, what was his name? All right. Um, It was Samuel Anderson, who was a... You met him briefly out of town when Cameron Corrine, um, who you should know, who you knew, was the son of Arthur Corrine, um, the biological one, not one of the five adopted ones. Um, He was a friend of Cameron's and is actually theorized to be the namesake of Samuel of Sam so yeah that should be about the big bits of information so Dahl you're taking Sam over to the Armitage's place yep okay so Sam would go without much of a fuss I think at this point he's mostly dazed
1: mm-hmm.
0: um actually as you enter his room roll a sharp roll for me
1: okay seven
0: okay so at the seven you would notice that there is a um an old bottle, like, a little old orange prescription bottle of pills sitting on Sam's bedside mm-hmm. that looks like they've been opened recently um, as you're mm-hmm. sort of leading him out.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, she's gonna... Oh, my back. Um, She's gonna pick up the bottle and read what it says real quick.
0: Okay, I got to look up the official name for this because... Mm-hmm. All right, so it is Codone, um, which is um, Zeldox, um, from your brief medical, not brief, you would recognize this from your brief medical school, which is an antipsychotic.
1: Oh my. Um... She's going to go ahead and, and read, put it in her pocket. You would see uh-huh.
0: instructions on there. Take as needed. Um, mm-hmm. It seems to be that for the most part, he doesn't regularly take the medicine, but he is supposed to take it when he suffers episodes.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, she's going to go ahead and put it in her pocket and be like, you know what, I'm going to look up the side effects of this later or see what exactly it treats and maybe this is something that he needs to regularly take or just stop taking altogether
0: so um you know how on the little orange pill bottles will sometimes have instructions like take it this time of day at this point in the morning or you need know, to take twice yeah. a day um it says mm-hmm. um, take as needed so it seems mm-hmm. to be a prn mm-hmm So it's not necessarily something he takes regular. He needs to take regularly, Um, Mm -hmm. from what you would guess based off of the description of the medicine. It is um, a medicine they take whenever the user suffers episodes. For example, um, one might take it if, like, um, if you know what an anxiety PRN is. If they're feeling very anxious, Mm -hmm. they might take it.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: So it's something similar to that.
1: Yeah, but she's still gonna take it and, you know, also look it up later on and see what specifically he might have. Okay. And then she's just gonna toss him in the car and drive on over to the doctor's.
0: Alright, so you take him over to the doctor's. Um, Armitage eventually, um, you hear a knock at your door and you see a very dazed looking Sam. Um, looks I'm very muted. In. Um, you would recognize that usually when he is under the effect of medicine that he was prescribed as a kid that
2: this is generally how he acts. Uh, it looks like he's taking his medication again. Mm. Bring him in. Send him down in the infirmary. Hmm... Yeah, it's not gonna be until tomorrow before the meds wear off.
1: Mm Mhm. Um, she's gonna go ahead and ask him, like, you know, do you know specifically what they're for?
2: Antipsychotics.
0: Specifically, Zeldox is used to treat either schizophrenia or bipolar
2: disorder. Yeah. Um. Uh,
1: Yeah. So, is he schizophrenic? Is he bipolar? What's his issue?
2: Schizophrenic because uh, he was seeing things that weren't really there. Sam was actually never officially diagnosed,
0: but as a child most of his problems seemed to stop when he started taking it. And as he turned oh. to a teenager, um, he was taken off the medicine and given it as, you know, a take as needed. As oh. um, whatever issues had plagued him as a child had almost completely disappeared. That That sort
2: of thing is actually quite common, says the doctor. Uh, As a child goes into adolescence, uh, their hormones and biochemistry changes, and oftentimes medications that they needed for mental health issues earlier on in in life, uh, they may not necessarily need them later on. Or they might stop working and they'll need to be put on a different medication (laughs) regimen. In Sam's case, the problems seemed to uh, come to an end, and so he was kind of, like, weaned off of it.
0: And part of the reason why he was never officially diagnosed with schizophrenia is he never actually suffered hallucinations. He just presented many of the other symptoms of schizophrenia. Mm. So it was considered, you know, we'll try this out and see what effect it has on him sort of thing.
2: So yeah, there's the med- here's the okay. medical report I was talking about
1: earlier. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Alrighty. And she's going to flip through it a bit and just kind of be like, well, do you know where this file came from? Because maybe they have more.
2: No clues. Just on my desk when I got here, got home.
1: Alright. Um, Can she go ahead and use the side on it? Um, See if there might be anything there.
0: As you sort of look through this file a bit more closely than Armitage did as he read through it. You notice on the back is the initials AC.
1: All right. And then she's going to be like, "Ah, AC. And she's going to let the doctor in on that one. Um, Yeah, apparently there's some guy with the initials AC that said he would occasionally leave us, um, like, notes and clues and stuff. We don't know who he is. We don't know if he's even a person but, yeah, apparently this is supposed to be showing up every now and again. So if you know anyone with those initials, please let us know.
2: Do I know anyone with those initials? You know, Arthur Corrine,
0: who is heavily involved with the um, all the supernatural business.
2: mm mm-hmm. And well, that's who I kind of suspect it is. But he said he was out of town. Yeah, he's out of town currently. Maybe he's not actually out of town.
1: Wouldn't put past him. Um, she's gonna let everyone, or she's gonna let, um, Arthur and, well, you know, never mind. Um, yeah, she's gonna let the doctor know about what happened when she went to that other dimension place and be like, you know what? What if Arthur Crean isn't, when he says he's out of town, you know, it's not just simply he decided to go a couple towns over, but like, out of town as in he's in a different dimension
2: it's a possibility I assume um Sam
0: just sort of looks over and says (laughs) I'm gonna put it past the old bastard as um he walks towards the living room and just sits down on the couch
1: okay um Yeah. And she's going to ask Sam, like, Sam, are you coherent enough to, you know, try to give us an opinion on this?
0: On whether he's AC? Yeah. I suspected it from the day we got the first note, though. I could never prove it, so I didn't really feel the need to voice my suspicion. But Mm -hmm. he's always meddling in stupid stuff like that.
1: Mhm. alrighty then and she's gonna just kind of lay him down and be like you know what you go ahead and sleep this off
0: and you can also hear in and... her voice it is pure vitriol like it's, there is no love lost between the two
1: alrighty and yeah once again she's just gonna lay him down and be like okay well you go ahead and try to sleep this off and then she's gonna lead the doctor out of the room and just try to you know in like a little much like a hushed whisper yell just be like what the fuck are we gonna do like <sighs> Sam's incapacitated Miles is out of it like it's just you and me and you're kind of new to a lot of this stuff so like what the fuck are we gonna do like it's great that you took care of the shadow guy but I feel like that was just 100% dumb luck Like no offense to you, I'm talking about for everyone involved
2: the doctor just kind of smirks at that young miss, I have been covering up this sort of shit since uh, before you were born
1: okay, so
2: I may not necessarily know exactly what's going on but I have been, like I have been covering this stuff up so that the entire town doesn't panic since well before you were born
1: Okay, well that is great to know um, But yeah, the point still remains Like, what are we going to do? Like, do you have any plans or ideas? Suggestions?
2: like normally i would tell you that i would suggest hitting the books seeing what we can uh, dig up right now aside from sam being in a bad place mentally at the moment there's no imminent like, like there's a looming threat way off in the distance but there's nothing mm-hmm. imminent right that needs to be resolved this very instant have you been just running on pure adrenaline Since you got to Black Lake?
1: Um Adrenaline among other things
0: There have been Um so in between Mystery 3 and Mystery 2 there was about Two weeks I would say
1: um, then... I would say It was wasn't it like a month or two
0: No that was between Mystery 1 and Mystery yeah. 2 Was two months Oh okay So and then it's about a week or two before the Heart attacks happened
2: well, we're mm-hmm. still waiting on lab results from the um, that, that that have been set out by the hospital. Perhaps the best course of action is to explain who actually is in the no to her versus mm-hmm. like, who isn't. Because that's probably the best course of action because like, then she'll know who she can actually openly discuss this to a certain degree with, right? so the the former sheriff before he retired knew about all this sort of weird stuff going on he didn't necessarily know what it was but he certainly knew that he didn't like it in his town and oh, no, he, he didn't knew want what to... it
0: was. he was one of the um people who was one of the members of the watchers um, mm-hmm. it was from people who knew about what was happening in town it was Mark Olson, who was a member of the Watchers and the former sheriff. Arthur Corrine, who you knew was a member of the Watchers. And, um, of course, potentially AC. Uh Um, Let's see. Who else was it? And then, for a period of time, Bale Ullman, who is the local crazy guy. um, When he was much younger, he was also a member of this cabal, but Uh at some point, a monster one of these encounters drove him almost completely insane.
2: So, give me a, give me a few minutes. Uh, I, I, I leave the room, I go down to the basement, turn on the lights, rummage through the boxes, come up with like five or six boxes filled with files. Here you go. You wanted something to do? Here you go. Um, she's just going to kind of, you know, gradually be
1: like, okay. You know.
2: it's, so this is, is this is the good doctor's dark past. These are the uh, files of every uh, report I had to file, where the sheriff, uh, sheriff and uh, his 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 associates told me I didn't need to know what was actually going on. They effectively told me verbatim what they wanted me to write down.
1: all righty and she's just gonna hit the files and start reading through it
0: um there isn't too much of interest you see a few maulings by wild animals um that seem very familiar to a creature you have fought recently um a few disappearances a few bodies with their organs completely removed
2: actually that's something we should probably do is uh before we even start Go to the dollar store or local store, invest yeah. in like a local map and a bunch of co- different colored thumbtacks.
1: oh uh, We got to get that red string.
2: Okay. Well, no, it's like so. So like, you know, animal maul- make like a little. All the animal moldings that, mm-hmm. that seem identical. You you use the red thumbtacks for right? And, mm-hmm. and so you're just trying to like map out where all these strange occurrences happen. And, what types yeah. of occurrences happen in certain areas. Yeah. The ground, right? But yeah, I guess we do need the string.
1: So... Yeah. You know, make a collage and then you put the string together for anything that might like, you know, hook up together or something.
0: Of the many attacks that have happened here. Uh, most of the, um, I don't know what to call it. The disembowelings, as we'll call them, because that's the correct term, happened almost exclusively in Black Lake National Forest, with um, two happening in the area of Corrine Manor. Of the mysterious disappearances, you know, kids who disappeared without a trace, um, they happen almost exclusively in this area, with the first being in 1952 with the five um, Craig Hayden wildfire survivors. Um, for the animal maulings, they happen. Um, mostly in the north part of Black Lake National Forest and around the Black Lake area. Um, blue is the disembowelings. Pink is the um, disappearances. red's the animal attacks. Um, the okay. heart attacks, which were marked in green, took place mostly in the residential districts because um, it was attacking people while they sleep. Um, let's see. There were... Various ax axe attacks that were um, That shouldn't be in green. It will go with orange that have happened in This general area usually around night and in campsite areas around here um, Let's see what else may other major attacks other than that I would say um for people eaten by dead bodies, um, mostly take place in this area of town, um, where people have been eaten seemingly by wild animals rather than just being disemboweled or shredded to bits. And I would say, um, other than that, those are your major occurrences in town.
2: Pick your pick. Okay. You want to investigate um, something, pick one, which ones you want to investigate.
1: Um, she's just going to kind of do like a little, like, close her eyes and cover them and do a little eeny, meeny, miny, mo.
0: I will say so, and... um, for everything <laughs> you know about this, um, you know that the red things, while they technically covered them up as wild animal attacks, and that's what they told you to write mm-hmm. it as. They can never figure Mm -hmm. out what was causing it. Um, Dolly, though, you would recognize it um, from the descriptions of the actual attacks. It is the handiwork of our good friend, the whispered one, the whispering one. Mm -hmm. Um, The disemboweling, of course, is the watcher as well as the disappearances. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't Mm -hmm. know, nobody, they're never quite sure what picked out the orange one. The green one was the man in the shadow. and. Mm -hmm. the light blue one that was the people eaten, um, the creature that was causing it was um, actually killed and brought to you um, in order to properly dispose of Armitage.
1: Okay. Um, You know what? She's going to go ahead and be like, you know what, let's investigate more of this orange one because at least with this other stuff, we know what the dangers are and we have a general idea of what is doing this. Whereas the orange one, like we don't really know.
2: Okay.
1: So I it's better idea. to know what we're going up against.
0: Alright, um, for everything you're at least researching like what's out there. Roll investigate a mystery for everyone that's researching. And Ooh. I'll just give answers based off of what you find rather than just having you guys ask questions.
2: Do I get my plus one forward for a lore library?
0: Yes, I would say this is definitely a lore library, so anything you roll is plus one forward. So, eight. Uh Uh-huh. Um, I got a seven. Okay, so with a twelve and a seven, you guys sort of compile your notes. You notice that a lot of the disembowelments and, um, disappearances almost always intersect with periods Mm -hmm. of these axe murders, um, they start around the disappearance of a man by the name of Tobias Walker
1: mm-hmm.
0: who was a um, tourist in town that um, he just kind of appeared in town um, asked a bunch of questions about the woods went to the woods and then disappeared in about um, the 70s around the same time as um, you would also notice that there is consistent reports of interference of a group of five adults um, though the names are redacted at this point um, or at least they are never mentioned to you Armitage and but you would remember Armitage that of the two members of the group um, Sam Anderson was one of the names mentioned and Cameron Corrine
2: Boreen family just keeps on coming up over and over and over again.
0: Who you would also know is Arthur's only biological son. He was born after the disappearance of um, the first of the five Craig Hayden five. And um, was named after
2: the one that disappeared at the time. Yeah. And... so. It looks like these started with the disappearance of a, um, tourist.
1: All right. So, Hmm. I mean, I think it might be way too, I don't know, like for a tourist, they would probably, do you think they'd be staying like a local hotel?
0: and Tobias Walker's disappearance was um officially i would say uh 71 Mhm So um yeah. at the time there weren't many local establishments most people that came into town either camped or stayed at a mm-hmm. person's house
1: Mhm Okay so all right it was Probably widely get considered Um, Mm -hmm.
0: though while his disappearance is not officially labeled as a supernatural event as while the body was never officially found it was widely considered that Mm -hmm. he had gotten lost in the still operational mines and his case was actually used uh, by concerned members of the population to get the mine officially shut down
1: okay um well shoot yeah I mean uh... Dolly's going to be like, you know what? I don't want to go investigating in any mines. So let's look at the next disappearance and see if maybe, I don't know, see if maybe, like, there's something else that we can take a look in, like, take a look into rather than this.
0: Most of the disappearances don't seem to lead to any actual murders outside the disembowelments, outside of that, Mm -hmm. and whatever happened to um, whatever started committing these axe murders so um, of those it seems that um, for the most part it seems to be in some mm-hmm. way related to the Watcher
1: okay okay um but hmm. yeah she's just gonna let the Doctor know like hey I think this has something to do with the Watcher so I don't know I feel like uh, should we just go back to the woods and try to see what else we can find or do you think we should look at like through more paperwork and see if there we might be able to get more information on what we already know from the other cases
2: no offense but like I, I don't think stumbling blindly through the woods is necessarily the best the best use of our time
1: Like,
2: I'm not overly familiar with those woods, are you?
1: No, not at all.
2: Well, then we would clearly want somebody as a guide, right? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like the person who's been in the woods the most is Miles. And he's currently, you know, indisposed.
0: You would also know that Sam seems to be very familiar with the woods, as almost every time you've gone into the woods, he has almost been able to end up anywhere he needs to be. Mm-hmm. Landmark-wise. So... But both of them are pretty much mm-hmm. incapacitated at this point.
1: Mm-hmm. Um... No. <laughs> you know what? Um... On top of the Corrine family Um I also keep hearing about this hermit Um That lives on the outskirts of town I think maybe we should Just go talk to him about some of these Things see if we might be able to get anything From him
2: Is that the guy who lives in the trailer park
0: Yes that'd be Bale Ullman
2: You mean Dale Ullman
1: Yeah Dale Ullman Bale. Yes. B-A-L-E. Uh, yeah,
0: Dale. I keep hearing Dale, and I'm like, his name's not, it's not Dale. <laughs>
2: Dale. Yeah,
0: Dale. Um, as that happens, um, what would you... So, you guys want to go talk to good
1: old Bale?
2: Yeah, I guess... Dale, Dale's yeah. due for another visit.
1: Let's go talk to Dale.
0: <laughs> Alright, as you guys um, set out, you guys arrive within like five minutes at Bale Ullman's trailer. As he sits outside day drinking, um, mm-hmm. screaming at a bird that is sitting like a crow that's sitting at a trailer across from him, he's yelling at it like occasionally grabbing the pebble trying to throw it at the bird and missing terribly because he is off his ash drunk and knowing Mm. him um, considering Mm -hmm. once Dolly he was your biggest customer Mm -hmm. um, he um, is probably off on something too as well
1: Mm -hmm. Um, yeah she's gonna be like hey haven't seen you in a while Hey, what the hell are you doing
0: here? And with that old bastard. And he looks at you, Armitage, a um, little unhappy from your guys' last conversation.
2: Oh, if you want to get rid of the damn bird, you can just leave uncooked rice out for it, right, Dale?
0: I ain't trying to kill the thing. I just want it to leave. Yeah, you dumb bird. And the bird, um, as he throws another rock, flies up walks over to him, flies over him, and you just see as um, white shit lands on his head. Which only seems to anger him more.
1: Um, Dolly's gonna hold in some laughter and just be like, do you mind if we just talk for a little bit? About oh. some questions.
0: Yeah, sure, what do you want to know?
1: And she's gonna... Bring up a couple of cases and be like, you know, do you know anything about this? Have you heard anything recently? Um, you know, maybe new evidence.
0: Roll plus charm. Okay. Got a seven. He just shakes his head. He says, "I don't know anything about all that." Um, but. You know, look at me. I'm just old crazy bail that nobody talks to me about any of those things. But in his head, you, like, you can just see, mm-hmm. like, this glint of just he, whatever you were mentioning. It's almost as if he just refuses to register it. Like, there's a mental block that keeps him from connecting any relation he might have had to these cases or whatever.
1: Mm hmm. Alrighty. Um,. Yeah, she's just gonna look over at the doctor and be like, do you got any other ideas on how to get through to him and get some answers?
0: Get through to me? Are you trying to carve a hole in me? Damn it, I knew I shouldn't have trusted any of you crazy bitches. And he stands up, like, begins shuffling towards his um, trailer door.
1: Um... You know what? As she, as he, uh, as he is shuffling towards it, um, I'm gonna go ahead and, you know, I'm gonna have Dolly. Um, she's going to just rush, rush him from the back, like rush him from behind, and just kind of shove him inside of his trailer, and slam the door behind her, and. Uh, just kind of be like you know like listen here I need some answers roll. and I want you to actually answer it
0: we'll say roll kick some roll plus tough so just roll tough mm-hmm.
1: <sighs> 13 um,
0: as you do that he yells out like yelps and he's like I swear I don't know anything sheesh why are you what the
1: hell's wrong with you woman Um, she's going to give him a smack and be like, listen, I need you to just answer my questions.
0: What the hell do you want me to you answer?
1: might be next.
0: What do you mean I'm going to be next? Is garment coming after me finally? I knew it.
1: Something even worse. What
0: the hell's worse than the Garmin? Garmin's the biggest scum that ever existed. I'd fight the, I'd well, be fr- more friendly, I'd be friendlier with the devil than I would the damn government. Bunch of greedy bastards.
1: Hmm. All right. And she's going to kind of toss him onto, I don't know, like his couch or a chair, whatever he's got close by. And just be like, you know, I know that you know something. You've been here long enough. So I want to know what you know about any of these cases
0: as you're doing that Armitage did you follow them inside or do, are you just standing out there like what the hell
2: I'm standing out there with that sort of like what the hell expression on my face
0: Okay. Um, are you going to follow them inside
2: no I'm just going to stay out on the porch I'm going to sit down in Dale's chair and like watch the bird in the tree
0: <laughs> the bird looks at you curiously um, before flying away Okay. It seems, um, from what you know about crows being v- very intelligent birds, um, mm-hmm. that it's likely the crow just likes fucking with him. Uh mm-hmm. huh. So, um, but um, inside, I swear I don't know anything.
1: Sheesh, woman,
0: what do you want from me?
1: Um, she's gonna go ahead and give him a little smack up the upside the head and like i know that you know something
0: with this um you see a total tone shift like in this case Mm -hmm. like you know dale's normally like you know crazy aloof guy um Mm -hmm. not doesn't seem super dangerous and in this single moment there is just Mm -hmm. this flash of just utter intimidating aura that comes off him as he grabs your wrist and says, don't you dare do that again girl i told you once i don't know jack shit Mhm. And he looks at me um, to see what she'll do next.
1: Am I able to get one of my hands free?
0: Um he's just holding one of them.
1: Okay. So she's going to grab the imp stone and like just kind of uh I don't know how to accurately say it. um Let's see. So i guess bring it down like have it in her hand and then bring it down on top of his head like um you know like how those you know evangelical pastors be like oh devil be gone and then bam
0: okay i need you to roll kick some ass with a minus one forward
1: okay (laughs) Five. <laughs>
0: as you reach up, almost in an instant, you find yourself on the ground. You don't even see the movement as Bale stands over you. And you hear the sound of a gun cocking, and then he says, Get out of my house now.
1: Um. While Dolly's still laying there, can she use Big Whammy on him?
0: Roll kick some ass, plus weird.
1: Alrighty.
0: Okay, you get an extra effect. Ten. What would you like your extra effect to be?
1: Okay. Um. Hmm. Um. Let's see. Ooh, um. You inflict terrible harm.
0: As you hurt this guy, he grabs his head. And you hear a loud crack. As you take three harm, as it, you feel a I shotgun- take three harm? Yes, as you feel a shotgun tear uh, into damn. your torso.
1: Oh no. Then
0: you hear him I'm cock unstable. again. I'm unstable. I said, get out now.
1: Oh no, I'm unstable. <laughs> um, shit. Um she's just going to be like you know what you know like fuck you you crazy hillbilly i'm getting the fuck out of here and if you ever want monster repellent again i'm cutting off your supply bitch i haven't had a and supply she's just gonna in She's going to kind of like crawl out of the trailer
2: Oh <laughs> well, like I assume that the doctor has jumped up to his feet when he heard the gunshot.
0: Yeah, I assume that you did.
2: It's like, and then he sees Dally like crawling out, blood everywhere.
0: What the and you you see- what did you do? She damn attacked me!
2: He and shot you me. See,
0: you can see that like blood is dripping down his face, um, out his nose and out his eye.
2: I don't know what the hell she did to me, but she attacked me. Yeah, but if she dies on your property, Dale, it's like the sheriff's going to come after you.
0: Yeah, David, I'd rather take the sheriff than die by some crazy bitch.
2: That's fair. He <laughs> says the doctor. Alright, All right. so he takes out his doctor's kit, and I have the... Uh, um, the professional playbook uh, move, medic. Yeah.
0: So, which I believe is roll plus um, cool. cool. Yeah, so roll plus cool.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Eight. So you can heal. Um, I believe it's do do do. Here it is. With medic, you can stabilize the wound or heal two harm.
2: I'm going to stabilize the wound because it's an unstable
0: wound. Right? Yeah. So, um, he gives you some quick first aid. Um, Dale gla- Bale glares at you guys. Um, and he says, Don't ever bring her around here again. You hear, Doctor?
2: Mm, I hear you.
0: And he shuts the trailer door and
2: walks back Come inside. Come on. Come on, Dahlia.
1: She's going to. Kind of just scream out to him as she's being led away. Just like, oh, you better hope that I don't catch you alone. You're a dead man. Just kind of scream that extra and like raise her fist as far as she can. You see him poke his head out.
0: You know, my shotgun says something different.
1: I'll see you in hell, old man. I'll see Not if I see you there first. (laughs) I'll send the devil after you and yeah I assume they're just doing this little shouting back and forth the whole time yeah pretty much
2: I get her to the car and I sit her in the the passenger seat and before I start kind of like turn to her and say you do realize he hit you with birdshot right
1: um I did not
2: yeah so he's probably got birdshot. He might have two birdshot, or he might have one. But then he'll be firing buckshot at you. And at that point, I don't think I can put you back together.
0: Oh, no. He doesn't use buckshot. He, he starts pulling out the crazy shotgun ammo, like the hollow oh. shotgun bullets in the. It, it,
2: it's not the birdshot, birdshot, buckshot. <laughs>
0: it is. Birdshot, dragon's breath. The trailer no longer
2: exists. Okay, that's even worse. It's like, just be glad that he shot you with something that uh, wouldn't kill you outright. He could have killed you.
1: Yeah, he could have. But I also could have done the same to him.
2: Oh. <laughs> I'm driving her back to the house. And it looks like i got another patient. Uh, Looks like I got the entire team in the infirmary right now. Oh, for some for either mental or physical trauma.
0: <laughs> the only two that um have managed to stay out of the infirmary is the guy who is just too busy with work to actually fight monsters right now and the um insane professional who's doing who knows what. Yeah. So
2: um yeah, I, uh, I treat people in the infirmary.
0: Yeah, um, I will say, um, as you guys do this, is there anything else you want to do before we do
2: a quick time skip? I th- I, I I don't think so. I think the doctor is too busy treating everyone's injuries and trauma <laughs> at this
0: point. After about like a day, Sam just at this point just goes back to staying at his apartment. You know whatever issue he has been having, he seems to either be completely ignoring or the medicine is what's keeping him sort of together at this point. Um no. do you try and contact Dale to see if you can get more information Armitage on your own?
2: Not at the present, no. I'm gonna let Dale cool off a little. Okay.
0: God damn it, I said Dale
2: his name's Dale. His name's Bale. Dale <laughs> Gribble. No.
0: <laughs> um, but a few weeks pass. Um, eventually, Armitage, you actually know, um, Dolly, you've been treated. You're back to full health, um, by the way. You, any harm you've taken, it can be taken off. And, um, you know, you're at the office one day when you receive a letter in the mail you and Sam do with your names on it. Okay. So, Armitage, um mm-hmm. you get a call from Sam
2: mm-hmm.
0: about a letter he's received by um somebody.
2: Does he who is it from and what's the contents and why am I involved in this? He
0: tells you to get over here and Gavin Matheson.
2: Okay, I'll be there as soon as I can.
0: And Gavin Matheson, you would know, is the deputy sheriff. Um, Actually, he was running against Thomas Hansen for the sheriff's position, but he served under the original sheriff, um, Mark Olson.
2: Get in my car, start driving over there if it's normally 10 minutes away it'll take me at least 20 to get there.
0: Yeah, it's more like everything within this town's like maybe a 5 minute drive.
2: Yes. And I'm an old man, I I drive really slow.
0: <laughs> so um after what feels like 20 years for everybody else, you arrive at the Black Lake Tribune where you see um Sam with a letter.
2: Okay what's so interesting about this letter
0: Uh, well uh, so recently in town there was um a um death of one of the local elementary school kids thomas matheson he was found at silver mountain um, which is um, where there is a popular ski resort um, okay. looking partially eaten, and that um, Gavin Matheson has contacted Sam knowing that he tends to stick his nose in these types of things. And um, he was found half-eaten around these mountains, and that, um, well, Gavin's asking them to look into it.
2: So, I guess the important question that must be asked is, uh, is the body being brought into town to the morgue?
0: Or... Um, it should be taken to the morgue.
2: Mm. Okay. Looks like I'm visiting um, Dr. Edos again
0: probably a good plan i sent a text to dolly to let her know but you know i think she's still recovering from the good old blast of buckshot uh birdshot she got from dale
2: maybe next time she'll uh tr- she'll know not to uh attack a uh Attack, attack somebody that thinks there's a conspiracy, uh, a conspiracy everywhere and wears a tinfoil hat to bed.
0: Uh, yeah. I still find it strange that you guys decide to go down there, to be honest. It was her idea. Ah. Uh, yeah, that kind of sounds like her, but... Mm. At least you guys are okay. Yeah, let's get down there.
2: Takes forever for uh, the good doctor to arrive at the hospital as normal.
0: Um, you would also no sense of
2: urgency to anything he does. Yeah,
0: as um, (laughs) this is, it's at one point there's going to be like a moment where the doctor is going to have to save someone's life in like a very short amount of time, but because of his lack of sense of urgency, he's gonna arrive like an hour later. (sighs) I'm here to save their life. They're already dead. What do you mean they're already dead? Dude, they died like 30 minutes ago. (laughs) Alright, but so, um, you arrive, um, you're let into the morgue where you are greeted by Rachel Eddowes. Oh, um, hey doctor. How you doing?
2: I'm doing well, and how about yourself?
0: I'm doing quite well, um, after the heart attack stuff had happened. All right, and to note on that line of inquiry, um, you would have known this too, is that once the lab results came back, um,
2: uh-huh.
0: it was almost as if the substance never existed, is the best way to put it. Like, they could not find any trace of any substance like that in the, um, blood in yeah. the toxicology report and it was just chalked up to an error in the machine and um but she said yeah no um ever since you know we got the results back I was you know released from the hospital and I'm fine um the is it's out of my system and all that stuff I guess I don't know it's kind of weird to be honest if you ask me but I, d- I don't ask those I'm not you know that high on the totem pole I guess
2: Mm -hmm. So I hear that some young boy um, was attacked by some animals up at the up at the ski up on uh, on the ski trails.
0: Well, I mean that's what we call it, but I'll be honest, I can't tell you in good confidence that it's an animal. I mean, um, he's middle school age, and look here, and she shows you like where the bite marks are. And to describe the bite marks is it's almost irregular. There is no animal that you know of that has a jaw like that. Um, They are, you know, there are bite marks um, in the, you know, that stretch far too long, almost as if like the jaw stretched out lengthwise and then bit down in some areas where it goes longwise, like the jaw just widened and bit down. It's some weird crap, is what I'm saying.
2: So. The doctors, the the old doctors looking at this and like, saying, well, what do you think, it?
0: I'll be honest, sir. I, I have no clue.
2: I only know of one animal that could possibly do this, and there's no way it's up on top of a mountain.
0: What animal would that be? I'm just, what, what animal would that be?
2: A goblin shark.
0: Yeah, that that makes a little sense. That you know, it's not on the mountain
2: because it's like the uh, the its jaws are able to extend out from its body.
0: and even then, I don't think that the goblin shark can... And even then, like, to put this is A goblin shark's jaws is probably actually the best way you could describe it. But even this, like, this would be a massive goblin shark for it to be able to do this. Because it's almost as if, like... So to describe it is some of the bite marks, if you look at the thing... I'm going to have to draw this freehand. They go lengthwise like this, almost like, you know, it's you know very thin and long but other ones go width wise like this where it's like the jaw is very wide but very short
2: okay
1: so, and yeah. alrighty sorry about that I'm back No problem. like I
2: said it, the only what I'm telling her is the only animal that I could possibly hazard a guess that would cause a bite mark like that can't exist on a mountain.
0: That's <laughs> very true. Um, I mean, my mind's still a little fuzzy from a few weeks ago, but didn't you mention that there was um a case way back when about, well, something similar to this? Maybe that thing's back.
2: Mm. Yeah, but that was... The, the, that that got equated to a a, a malformed bear that escaped from a circus.
0: Was the malformed bear put down? Yeah. Uh, did...
2: then that, that that's long, bears don't live this long that long either.
1: <laughs> that's true. Maybe, Maybe another malformed. some <laughs> other bear and had cubs.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess our best bet would be check the scene of the crime unless he's...
2: okay the mo- I guess the first question we need to ask ourselves are there any defensive wounds on the child?
0: there are um I'm trying to think no, it's almost as if um so from what Rachel Eddowes explains us so. Um what seems to have happened was um Thomas was told was meeting somebody, was told by his friends to meet somebody, from what she understands. And that um that whatever they whoever they were led them out to the mountain and then while they were behind them, they were attacked and were killed instantly from a bite to the back of the neck, which she shows you sort of where that is. And then the animal just started tearing into them eating, only leaving, you know, like pretty much half the body left.
2: This might sound like a very creepy question, but what part of the body did the uh, animal eat?
0: Um, It looks like it mostly went for um, the good juicy organs.
2: Hmm. Typical animal behavior. Yeah. So... I mean You're except for the with...
0: weird bite marks this is almost identical to an animal attack.
2: So we're dealing with an animal uh, I tell her we're dealing with an animal that that's a natural stalker predator, right? Like a mountain lion or something like that. Bears don't bears are omnivorous and opportunistic. So this is something completely different.
0: I mean, we do have a few mountain lions out here, um, though. I mean, it's super rare to see them.
2: I'm just, I'm just giving you my, my ex- my knowledge at this point on, on the situation, because whatever came, it whatever attacked came up from behind, stalking its prey, and went for a kill strike immediately. There's no defensive lacerations looks like the kid was killed right where they stood like i said a bear is a bear is omnivorous it's opportunistic it it it, it won't normally chase down a person
0: yeah that's very true
2: now what so looking at the body um it looks like the creature ate its fill and left, right?
0: Yeah, it looks like it just ate its fill and
2: so and, and none of the uh no no the local scavengers got to the body after it'd been
0: no, the body was found relatively quickly after the kid went missing. I mean, pretty much the kid went didn't end up coming home for like dinner and because, you know, it's the deputy sheriff's kid, you know, search parties started immediately and, um, they found the body on the mountain.
2: So, what are you going to put in your report?
0: Um, an animal attack. To be honest, I can't.
2: What type it. of animal?
0: I'm not sure yet.
2: Well, think very carefully before you put down what type of animal it is, because I guarantee you that the deputy, along with uh, a bunch of his friends as well as a bunch of the local hunters, are going to go out into those uh, into those hills and up into that mountain. And they're gonna try to hunt down and kill whatever animal you put on that. Put put on that.
0: Okay, I'll, I'll I'll make sure to be careful. I mean, yeah. is there a potentiality that this is just another malformed bear?
2: I doubt it. Like I said, bear, bears are creatures of opportunity. Uh, this is a what's happened here is something that is uh...
0: who knows if an animal's underfed and this is Sam who knows if an animal's underfed enough I mean you know you jump from opportunistic to you know attack anything in any way you can get it sort of thing
2: yeah but if the animal was underfed because it hasn't hasn't had access to food for a while would have dragged away the corpse that's true it would have stashed it away because it wouldn't know when its next meal was going to happen it wouldn't have left it out for sca- the scavengers and other opportunistic uh animals to uh to chow down on it would save it for a rainy day
0: that's true so where do we want to start I mean, well, I guess go next. I mean, I'm not sure there's much else at least I can think of that I can offer you. Do we want to go ask the kids what they saw?
1: I mean, we always can always an option
0: or do we want to um head to we should probably talk to gavin at some point i mean um and i Hmm. mean No, no, that's my best guess. Is talk to either the kids or.
2: Out of curiosity, is the deputy in the know about the supernatural stuff? Out of character.
0: You don't know for sure, but you would assume he is because he was very close with the old detect old sheriff.
2: Is there, is the old sheriff still around?
0: Yeah, he's still around.
2: You know what? I'll give him a call.
0: On um, the phone rings for a bit.
2: Yeah, hello. Hey the uh sheriff how's it going it's Dr. Uh, Armitage
0: what do you need Armitage um my grandkids are here I don't know if
2: you heard but your uh, your deputy's boy is, is right now in the morgue
0: oh yeah he told me about that I'm yeah. assuming you had the same line of thought that I had
2: yeah, I just need to know how how deep your uh, your former deputy's in this, so I know what I can and cannot say.
0: Uh, he's aware enough of it, I would say. Um, though, from what he described to me, we killed that thing. Uh, I mean, we just... lit it up, burned its body. There was nothing left by the time we were done with it.
2: Just because something's dead doesn't mean it doesn't come back. You know that better than all, any of us.
0: Oh, uh, no, that's that's not the problem. I think the issue is is that this last one, you know, we called it a malformed bear. And that's a pretty accurate descriptor. This, like, you, you know, as you would probably have guessed, this wasn't a bear attack. You know... It wasn't a bear per se. It was almost like a bear that had been altered by some cosmic entity, you know, like those HP Lovecraft stories. This
2: It's like listen, I don't need to know those details. What I do know is what we're dealing with is something different. Last time these sorts of something similar to this happened. What what was doing the killings? It was it was stumbling across the uh, people, and those people tried. Some tried to run, some tried to defend themselves, and all that. This one, this one killed him from behind.
0: Yeah, it's intelligent.
2: I'll go talk to your deputy, see what he wants to do about the situation. Try to keep the the new sheriff out of this as much as possible.
0: I appreciate that, Armitage. Though, I will say, at the rate things seem to be going, it may eventually we may eventually hit a point where we need to tell him.
2: All right. So he's already knocked on start. my
0: door quite a few times, trying to figure out what's going
2: on. But it's like, you know what? I, I think. I think everybody needs to get together and Have a discussion as to what sort of Narrative we want to feed The uh, the sheriff So that everyone's on the same page
0: Well sure if you can get a hold of Corrine Old guy's been AWOL since His kid died for me at least mm-hmm. Well really since the um, Incident with those heart attacks five years ago But mm-hmm. more so
2: all right. Thanks. With that, I turn to Dali and says, do you want to go visit the deputy now?
1: All right. Let's go. Let's get this done. I'm glad we're finally, you know, on like some type of track.
0: Um, let's I'm not, try not to get uh, filled uh, with birdshot this time. Uh, okay.
2: It's like, I, I'm, exactly. not, like I, we're, I'm not happy we're on any sort of track. We're on a
1: family. better track
2: than getting shot by a shotgun. Yeah, but, uh, but, but uh, uh, a fa- some parents are going to have to bury their son.
1: That's true, of course. Yes, that is tragic. And she's going to be like, but you know what? If we're looking at the bright side, and she's going to give him a bit of a hug and be like, we went to the trailer park and you didn't die of a heart attack.
2: It's because I killed that sucker. I killed that effer that's gonna, that was gonna give me one. And all I got right, for my trouble, it's this nice hat.
1: <laughs> see, but at least you're still alive. And Dolly,
0: um, can you roll premonitions for me?
1: Sure. Mm-hmm. As you
0: talk to him about your previous premonition, you have a memory from the night before.
1: Mm-hmm. nine
0: okay and what does a nine get you
1: on a seven to nine you get clouded images of something bad that is yet to happen oh and then mark experience if you stop it
0: um you see a vision of if you look Mm -hmm. down hungering possessed is what you see you see a picture of that thing um Uh uh-huh devouring another human Um, you can't make out who it is or what it is it Mm -hmm. seems to be that they're out somewhere in the woods though um, judging by your knowledge now that it happened on the mountain that's Mm -hmm. probably where it will take place Um, and then you see the flash of Mm -hmm. a singular eye Mm
1: -hmm.
0: chains and then you hear a young girl's voice say please help me I don't want to do this Mm-hmm. And then the voice say you must before. Um, and that's where your vision, your dream last night cut off.
1: Okay. Um, Alrighty. So she is going to inform the doctor of what she just saw and let him know like, Hey, I think you know something's definitely going to be happening
0: do you describe what you saw like in great detail just out of curiosity
1: mm-hmm
0: yeah Sam's eyes like, narrow as much detail as she can figure as he out thinks, but he says no that doesn't make sense why is that oh nothing it's just the description you mentioned reminds me of somebody that I know but mm-hmm uh she's been living here for almost three years if she was whatever mm-hmm. this is i don't imagine that she would have been able to hide it for three years
1: well doesn't matter what you think point is i saw it and well no i'm not we saying need to make sure it doesn't happen
0: well i know i'm getting that i understand that i'm just saying that my suspicion of you know the thought was, "Oh, it's this person, but no, that doesn't make sense. you know to me mm-hmm. you know they can't be whatever's attacking these things, so
1: well, they could be turning into whatever is attacking well, sure, but how or they could have turned into it.
0: How would they repress huh? it for three years?
1: I don't know, but you know there's been a lot of weird, crazy shit happening,
0: true. Um, let's go talk to Gavin. Then we can go talk to this person.
1: Okay. Let's go.
0: Alright, and you guys set off. Um, after ten minutes you arrive at the you figure out Gavin is still at the scene of the crime. Um, as you arrive he turns to you and says, Doctor, um I'm surprised to see you working with them.
2: Give me one moment. Sorry about that. Sorry,
0: what did you say? Um, You see the doctor say, Doctor, um, surprised to see you working with them.
2: Yeah. The, uh, I kind of like look towards the, the kids I'm working with and kind of shrug a little. And this is unlikeliest of allies, I suppose.
0: Well, I'm sure your expertise will help out quite a bit. Any idea what this is?
2: This is the deputy we're talking to now? Yeah, this is the deputy. Is anyone else in the room except us and the deputy?
0: No, he's stuck behind to do a canvas of the crime scene.
2: Should you be working this crime scene? Considering it was your boy?
0: We'll be fine. Fine. Regardless of what happened, I still have to do my job.
2: Whatever it is, it was at least the size of a Issus, uh, whatever it is, it got your boy from behind. It stalked, but snuck up behind him. And the only, uh, the only thing we can be thankful for is the fact that it, it was quick.
0: Yeah, I heard.
2: This That's isn't not... a bear, or anything like it. This is a hunter.
0: Yeah, he had been. I don't know The kid had been acting strangely lately um, He'd start talking to himself um, um, She's s- gonna
1: suggest like, Did you notice him hanging out around anyone new?
0: Not that I could tell um, mm-hmm. You'd have to ask the kids I never got too involved in my son's social life He could take care of himself But uh, I think it's best if I showed you And you see, like, he walks over to his car, opens the door, pulls out, like, a little note, like a kid's notebook. And, um, when he opens it, you just see eyes have been drawn all over the notebook. Oh, no. And then you see the words, um, the chained written on it.
1: Oh, no. And, darling, um,
0: I need you uh to roll plus weird for me.
1: Alrighty. That's weird. I got... Sorry. I got a 10.
0: You recognize the exact design of these eyes. And for a moment, they all look at you. And you swear you see the paper almost bend as if it's smiling. As all Mm -hmm. the eyes blink and then as Sam sort of pats your shoulder like hey you okay you look down and it's totally normal
1: alright she's just gonna kind of shake her head no a little bit and then um, ask the sheriff like hey do you mind if we keep this or is this technically evidence
0: well there's no investigation here So, no, it's not evidence.
1: Alright, well, I understand you know, it was your kids. So, do you mind if I just take this for a bit while I write a loving tribute to your child? Or would you prefer to keep it for now?
0: Look, if it helps with the investigation, you can keep it. I'd just like it back when you're done.
1: Absolutely. Can do. And she's gonna... Go ahead and take it with her. The,
2: uh, the doctor like gives the uh, deputy a discer- uh, discerning a glance and says, I have a question. When we find out what or who did this to your boy, you want in?
0: I don't know, to be honest. I like to keep my nose out of all this weird crap, but mm.
2: I—it's lo- like the doctor smiles. I can appreciate that. Up until a few weeks ago, <laughs> I tried to not think about what what had been going on in this town and just enjoy enjoyed my days, like. Uh, answer, uh, answering the crossword puzzle, or finding answers to a crossword puzzle and drinking a coffee at the local shop.
0: Yeah, I'd prefer to keep it that way as long as I can. All I have to say is if you kill it, you kill it. If you can just, if you get rid of it, thanks. I just don't want this thing to hurt anybody else's kids.
2: Oh, no. It's, uh, it's like he shakes his head. It's like it it's like it, it took out it took out uh, somebody who, who who from this town from Black Lake it's like I'm putting it in the ground what was it <laughs> the, <laughs> the,
0: the sheriff said like, he said this one was intelligent my question is, is what if it's intelligent what if it had a reason you
2: know Just because it's intelligent doesn't necessarily mean it needs any sort of reason. That's true. Rationale.
0: That's very true. But yeah, as long as you can deal with whatever this thing is, I don't
2: care how you do it. Okay. Just thought I would ask. The doctor looks to the rest of the team. And it's like, I hope you don't mind me saying that we were gonna put this thing in the ground.
1: Uh, uh, no, no, I'd, not at all. I'd I mean, did. that's the what we strive for.
0: Good, getting rid of it permanently is the best solution possible. So, on to, I guess I might as well show you where, um, my, who, I guess my friend who. It's this thing sounds similar to kind of and